Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday, we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story that Samantha B. first shared on the podcast in December of 2011. Here's Sam now with a story we call, Don't Try This at Home. tell my children this story eventually my children are going to be humiliated but okay this is what happened I guess I was around 15 years old and I was seeing this guy he was my first ever boyfriend and we had this really tumultuous relationship I mean it was really crazy it was emotionally abusive for sure it was not physically abusive but um it was definitely like he was very mean to me and I lapped it up. Like I loved it for some reason. He would just put me down all the time and then and pretend to break up with me and then I would spend the whole day trying to get him to get back together with me. It was just this awful, horrible, toxic relationship that made my parents so berserk. My mother didn't want him coming over the house, 
So she took away my house key, which was really stupid because it just meant that I spent more time with him because I couldn't go home. <laughs> no, it was home. I couldn't get into my own house. He was a terrible student, but I was a really nerdy, really good student. And we were stealing cars together. We were totally stealing cars together and being criminals and trying to, it was my idea that we would form this like criminal syndicate and be famous criminals. I just thought it would be a great plan for my future to live in Miami Beach and commit crimes for a living. And I was a straight A student. I was like a really serious student at the same time. So these were parallel lives. What ended up happening was I just blew off school so much to spend time with him because he was such a shitty student and he went to a trade school and he just took kind of metal shop and stuff like that, but he just blew all that off anyway. And by the time December rolled around and it was exam time, I didn't know any of the content of any of the classes that I had <laughs> been enrolled in, but I was so panicked about not getting straight A's, I couldn't reconcile those two things. So I decided that, I decided this, this was not his idea, I decided that what I should do <laughs> is to break my hand and pretend that it was retroactive to coming into exam time so that I couldn't have possibly written any of my exams because of my broken hand. So it was like, <laughs> it was about three days into my Christmas exams. And I didn't even go to my exams. Like I just didn't even go. And I was so panicked about it that we went out one night and it was really late. It was like midnight or one o'clock in the morning or something. I hadn't come home. I was never coming home. So I made him try and break my hand. He didn't want to do it. I convinced him, I spent the whole day convincing him that he should break my hand because I couldn't quite do it myself. I needed somebody else to, to, to do the deadly hand blow. And he was actually very physically upset by it. He wasn't made of that kind of fiber, which I give him a little bit of credit for. Uh, but he did agree to do it in the end. So we ended up putting my hand on the bumper of a car, on the metal bumper of a car, and he took a giant rock and he bashed my hand with the rock after a lot of cajoling from me, believe me. Um, I put my hand calmly on the car. He hit my hand with the rock. My hand blew up instantly. I was prepared for it and I didn't cry at all. I was like a sociopathic teenager. <laughs> I really was. And I was like, great, okay, let's go to the hospital. So we went to the hospital, basically in the middle of the night. I was wearing pearls. I was really preppy looking. And nobody even at the hospital said anything. They were like, what did you do to your hand? And I tried to make them believe that I had slipped on the ice, but they knew. I mean, it obviously had been bashed with something. And they must have thought that he was abusing me. So it was very disconcerting to have two 15-year-old children, basically, one in pearls. <laughs> walk into the emergency room and basically in the middle of the night during Christmas exam time with a giant hand and obviously a wound on it from being hit with a rock but they treated my hand I did not break it and I was disappointed that it wasn't broken and it was my writing hand It was kind of sprained and it, it had a huge goose egg on it and it turned completely purple and green and yellow and it was just a mess. 
and I was really happy and confident that I could get out of my exams and it wasn't going to be a problem because of my gross hand. So I was so relieved. I was like, oh, God, this is going to work. So I went home. It was the middle of the night. My mother was sleeping. I kind of shoved her, and I was like, um, I missed all my Christmas exams because it sprained my hand. And she was like, what? What's going on? <laughs> What are you talking? Because she hadn't seen me in days, and I had a hospital tag. I was like, this is my hospital tag. She didn't even really get out of bed because she was like, this is, I give up. I don't even know how to deal with this. So she just sort of laid there, and I went to my room, went to sleep, and I was really happy. And I didn't have to do any of my exams because of this injury. Um, and I pretended that, you know, I used it as a retroactive excuse. And then I transferred myself out of my high school and transferred myself into a new high school by forging documents so that I could put all of that behind me and then refocus on my studies, I enrolled in a completely new high school. I pretended that I had the authorization of my family by forging all of these necessary documents and they never called home. They never called to check. My grades had been good up to that point and then I had been excused from all of my Christmas exams. And so I just kind of started fresh at a whole new high school and literally reinvented myself out of thin air. I kind of woke up one day and thought, I don't think that relationships should be this difficult. And I cut them off completely. I've never really done that with another person, but it was very good. I mean, I'm very glad that it happened, um, but I was just completely able to cut them out of my heart in a really swift motion, which was impossible for him to deal with. But for me, it was great. I just cut, 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 and he was gone. And then I went back to being a nerd. I didn't even regret it. It was actually kind of a genius move at the time because it, it was the catalyst for me being able to try things all over again. I think it was really stupid. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, crazy, just awful. But it was sort of, it was sort of smart to, to do it that I mean, crazy and crazy, stupid, smart. It was inspired. <laughs> but if my daughter ever, if she came home in the middle of the night and told me her hand was broken, I would be getting up. I would fully rise out of my bed and we would be having a conversation about that. <laughs> I'm just very lucky that my hand is completely functional and didn't suffer any terrible repercussions. Hands are so important. I mean, you can live without them, but life is so much harder without a functioning hand. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com. Dot com.